0: Your cell phone rings and you see it's your child. You might wonder, with whom will I be speaking? My child, OCD, or a little of both? In this podcast episode, I'll offer a way to characterize how your child is showing up in the moment and guide your response. Do you have a child learning to manage OCD? Welcome to the OCD Power Parenting Podcast. Here, you'll find the tips and tools to help you parent in a way to be a force for healing in your child's life. You'll learn what to say and what to do to help your child evolve into the best versions of themselves and launch your child with OCD into a successful adult life. I'm Dr. Vicki Rackner, your host. So let's dive into today's episode. When you talk with your child, you might get the sense that there are three people in the conversation, you, your child, and your child's OCD. Figuring out who is showing up will help you connect with your child more effectively and have better interactions. I'd like to introduce you to the idea of the five zones of OCD. They describe your child's relationship to OCD in the moment. The OCD zone is like the you are here arrow on a mall map. It helps you know which way to go to get to where you want to go. I'll first describe them, then invite a special guest to share his experience with these zones. It's important to remember that your child is in a lifelong relationship with OCD. At any moment, OCD is trying to assert control and get in the driver's seat of your child's life. When I think about OCD, sometimes I get the vision of Hannibal Lecter in The Silence of the Lambs. Well, your child is investing in skills and tools to help them decide that OCD will not run their lives. They put the OCD bully in its place. So at any given moment in time, there's a power balance between your child and the OCD terrorist. I find it helpful to think about these different OCD zones. In the blue OCD zone, you see your child with absolutely no evidence of OCD. It's as if the OCD went into a deep sleep. So as you think about the blue zone, think about the tranquility of a blue lake. You and your child would love to spend as much time as possible in the blue zone. In the green zone, your child has just waged a battle with OCD and triumphed. Now, each green zone victory sets the stage for more victories. In the yellow OCD zone, your child has the awareness that a thought could be OCD, but they're not sure. So you might get calls from your child saying, hey, I just want your opinion. I have this thought and I think it might be OCD. What do you think? They're usually right. A very challenging part for your child might be distinguishing a normal thought from an OCD thought. In the orange zone, your child and your child's OCD are wrestling for power. When your child is in the orange OCD zone, it kind of could look like sleepwalking. They might be going about their days. They might be going to class. They might be having dinner with you, but you're just not really sure if your child is there or not. When your child is in the red zone, OCD has hijacked their lives. It's like they're in a nightmare. They have been taken hostage by OCD, but they don't know that they are there. So it is my great delight to bring on my special guest, my son, Mayer. He has been very courageous and decided that in service to you, he is willing to sort of open up his cape and let you know what his experience with OCD has been like. So welcome, Mayor. Howdy. All right. These OCD zones, can you relate?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. uh, The intensity of uh, the certain thoughts can uh, vary, you know, and um, I know that you've had first hand experience with dealing with me in these different uh states. So absolutely.
0: How well do you think you'd be able to tell what zone you're in? Um
1: yeah, I mean it's it's definitely uh as maybe you're if you have more anxiety, it's sort of hard to take that third person point of view um in the moment. But you know, I think if you really think about it, it's uh you could pretty much know.
0: All right. Well, you just recently had a green zone victory. You must have been so proud of yourself. Can you tell us about that a little bit?
1: This incident you're talking about? Uh, yeah, it happened like a few weeks ago. Um, and I was over at somebody else's house who, you know, I'm not very close with. And um, And I was trying to do some work for them. And it was sort of like, I wasn't totally present because, you know, it's like this sort of anxiety is on my, on my mind. Anyways. Um, so it was difficult, but, you know, after you can maintain that level of like focus for, um, you know, a certain period of time, you should be, should be pretty good. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, you get a obsessive thought that comes in your brain. And you just say, hey, I'm not going to listen to you. And that's it.
0: And what was that like for you doing that?
1: You know, it can be challenging, quite challenging. Um, Obviously, you know, there's a kind of like a temptation in a certain way to want to go along with this thinking. Because naturally, you know, it's easy to kind of think thoughts that come to your head you know um uh, but you know you say hey is this really a helpful uh, helpful thought to have you say no and then you're pretty much uh you know if you can maintain that over a certain period of time you should be pretty good
0: i know you're a pretty tough guy i mean you're a power lifter you've broken world records as you compare like managing ocd with power lifting which which is harder?
1: OCD, I think. I mean, I guess everybody's different, you know, but I, I kind of know how to like push myself through like physical pain, you know, like, you know, I, I work at uh, Trader Joe's, you know, we're lifting stuff all day. And, you know, I, and, you know, I, I know how to do that, but it's just, it's so kind of um, contrary. The, the way that you really deal with OCD is so contrary to like basically any other way that you manage your thoughts, you know, about like kind of um, just the idea of not have to, not having to believe everything that your, your brain uh, tells you, you know, it's uh, nobody ever talks about things like that, you know? Um, But that, I mean, that's really the the core of this. So for me, this is, uh, this is harder.
0: Let's talk about this yellow zone. You have a thought you think it might be OCD, but you're not sure I mean what what are some of the things that kind of tip you off that a thought could be an OCD thought
1: I think um there's a there's a few levels of it first um I think that if you're ever in a, a state where you're like questioning to yourself like is this OCD it's most likely OCD you know it's most likely a unwanted, uh, unnecessary, unhelpful thought, you know. Okay, so that's saying that. Then uh I guess for myself, um, I don't really know about for other people but for myself, like there there are actually some like physiological um signs that I can tell like, oh, this is kind of an obsessive thought. So like one thing for me is I can kind of feel like my um like my shoulders slump, you know. Um, and then another uh, another thing is like, kind of, it's maybe a little bit different sort of anxiety. Like, um, you know, if you're in a situation where you're like actually really nervous about something, you know, you might, your heart rate might increase your, your palms might start sweating, that kind of thing. I've sort of noticed that for me when I, if I'm in like a really deep OCD, like thought loop, uh, that won't happen, you know? Um, but that could just be me. I'm not sure. So that's just a couple things.
0: You know, it's interesting, Mayor, because I can usually tell when you're sort of in OCD physiology, like I get this sense in the pit of my stomach. And it's kind of interesting that um that both of us are talking about sort of physical signs. So, so tuning into our bodies can offer these clues about OCD yeah yeah all right what about this red zone where you have been hijacked what is that like for you
1: yeah i guess uh the overall like uh feeling there is um kind of the world feels like it's coming to an end you know like um yeah you know sort of like whatever thing that you're obsessing about it's sort of like everything is coming to a close you know things are crashing down around you, metaphorically speaking, you know, and it's sort of uh, like hopeless almost, you know, Um, like it's uh, and for me, when I I know that, like, you know, uh, if I if I'm in that kind of state, well, I I mean, this isn't just like, oh, this started happening to me yesterday or whatever. Right. I have some experience with this. But uh, if if I ever feel like that kind of uh, intense sort of thinking like unless you've done something heinous like you've murdered somebody like that just that's just not a realistic um idea of life you know so um that's a a tip off for me to be like all right this is not a this is an OCD kind of uh thought you know
0: so when you're In the red zone, like, is there a part of you that has the insight that, okay, the world really isn't coming to an end?
1: Yeah, I think, um, like this, uh, I guess you just sort of, you know, try to reason through this, like, all right, have I, what have I actually done here? Like, you know, um, if you haven't done something horrible, then you shouldn't expect like such horrible consequences, you know, it's just not how things work. So, um, yeah, that's basically how I would reason through.
0: All right. So do you have any advice for parents who are there when their kids are in the red OCD zone?
1: I would say just like try to, anything you can do to, uh, just try to calm down and, you know, maybe do some deep breathing exercises, just try to like not focus on this because, and just, and just remind our kids, like, Hey, you know, I, I know that you're in this state right now, but you know, you give it uh, some time. It might be a few hours, which is good. Still painful. Might be a day really painful. Might be even more than that. Extremely painful, you know, um, but this will subside. This is the nature of this uh, illness, you know. That's why the ERP um, therapy is. Uh, that's the whole precedent of it, right? Like putting yourself in these high anxiety situations on purpose to be able to like uh, withstand that and be able to know that uh, this pain of sorts will subside so just I think overall reminding them just be patient
0: I know that when I witness you going through this in the red zone feels like I'm watching you have a nightmare and what I reflexively wanted to do was like wake you up So oftentimes when you're in the red zone, like your voice is loud and I, I just felt like I needed to be louder than you. How did that work for you when I tried to do that?
1: Not well, not well.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate your letting me know. And you told me at one time, you know, just stay calm, get calm and stay calm. That's the thing that's going to be most helpful. Yeah. If you look at any twenty four hour day, you know how much time do you think you spend with obsessions?
1: I think it's really uh, it's really hard to to say. The, there's such a big variation. I think you know there's certain times where you're uh, if you're really um, not doing too well, you know you could spend multiple hours a day just sort of thinking about it or at least like passively thinking about it, you know? Um, I know personally, like sometimes I've been a really deep uh, kind of thing, you know, I'll kind of use like escapism, like uh, sleeping, for example, um, just to kind of not think about this, um, whatever the thing is at the time. Or like, I find that, you know, if I'm really involved in like a social interaction, like for me at, at work, for example, um, uh, that is sort of an escape from it. But yeah, I mean, if you're in a state where it's something is really, really kind of torturing you in that way, um, it could be like the majority of your waking hours at worst.
0: I really honor you for all of the hard work that you have done. It it seems as though the time that you're spending in the red zone has gone down. It's really great to see your victories, and um, it's great to see you being able to witness your mind and, and get more insight about where you might be. Well, thanks. All right. Anything else you'd like parents to know like about these zones?
1: I think uh you know it's interesting I was uh, I I followed this like OCD um Facebook group and uh, there was this meme that somebody or not a it's more of a cartoon I guess um of uh of basically uh this uh bus driver like school bus driver is like picking people up on the street and it says like OCD bus. And, um, so there's a kid standing on the side of the street and, um, he's like, uh, the, the bus driver system is like, Oh, are you going to to like OCD camp? And the kid's like, Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it could be OCD. And then the guy's like, yeah, you're going to OCD camp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great something
1: that's- like something I might have messed with a little bit but that that's the general idea so kind of uh use this as like a metaphor is like if if your kid I mean again I can only speak for myself here but like if the thought like crosses your mind like wow this am I is this OCD is it not I mean like who is going to answer this question? Like, you know, there's nobody that can like, you know, uh, definitively like give you an answer. Right. It's just, again, it's something that's in your, your head. Right. So um, the answer, if, if this crosses your mind, the answer is overwhelmingly yes. And to just work with it as if that is true that's the best like way to go in my experience.
0: All right. Well, thank you again for sharing your thoughts. I appreciate it. And for the podcast listeners, thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, either for Ear or for me, please feel welcome to leave them in the comments section. A lot of our content is driven by questions from you. Do you have a specific parenting challenge? Please feel welcome to schedule a 15-minute complimentary consultation with me. You have the power to be a force for healing in your child's life. You can be an OCD power parent helping your child with confidence and competence. We're here to show you how. See you in the next podcast episode.